stopped. It seems like every time I turn this thing on and we start talking at it, mm. something out there decides it wants to join in. Well, we've had rain, we've had wind, we've had dogs, and tonight we've got fireworks. Fireworks. It's not. I know it's near. It's near the night of the forks, <laughs> yeah. but it's not near enough for me. I mean, <sighs> it's the middle of the week. Yeah, yeah. It's unacceptable, quite frankly. Well, there's been this whole thing online about them banning people from buying fireworks and only having fireworks at designated displays. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's a bit much. I'd well, like, part like of people it... just to adhere to like reasonable hours. It's not a reasonable hour for fireworks, as far as I'm concerned. It's dark from five o'clock. Also, if you're going to have fireworks, like make them good. If you're going to go out and have like have people around have fireworks, they need to be impressive. Do, do you know what I can't stand? The firework displays, which are like. Yeah, and then some bloke walks over and takes like five <laughs> minutes to to set up something else that goes, beep, beep. Yeah. and then he wanders over again. And so come on, I, I literally want it to be like a cannon barrage. Well, it's funny because my earliest, one of my earliest memories of being a kid was, um, some like childhood friends of mine, there we went to a fireworks display at their grandmother's house mm. and like the whole of their family was there plus me and my mum my dad and whatever and uh, this is bearing in mind this is one of my earliest memories maybe this explains a lot of the reasons As why I am yeah. honestly this is wonderful carry on <laughs> the why, the why I'm like I am is after about 13 minutes of a display um, they had this fuck off cannon which was like the big finish <laughs> and they lit it and as they lit it, it tilted. Instead of being pointed upwards, it tilted and fired directly into the shed. And the whole shed caught on fire. So as a kid, I was like, fucking hell, fireworks are awesome. Like, I didn't realise that it was a mistake. I was like, fucking hell. Wow, oh, fucking shed goes on flames. I mean, that reminds me of a story that I was told. I, unfortunately, I, I say unfortunately, but I wasn't there. But it was, it was at one of my family firework gatherings. Which I've been to in years which gone by. Been to, yeah. Yeah. And uh, at this particular one, I, say I wasn't there, but everyone else was. And uh, they, they'd, they'd done the display as they normally do. As, but as you know, I am normally firework guy. Firework man, yeah. I go down and it's super safe and nothing ever goes wrong. Yeah. Period. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't there, was I? <laughs> so who, who was in charge? I, I can't remember if it's my brother-in-law and my dad. Right, or one or the other. I'm not sure. sure. One of the men. It's very of the diplomatic house, of you. Yeah. One of the men of the house. Because we live in 1940, yeah, so only me, men must we do live meat in America. Yeah. And, <laughs> Why are these women coming in here? <laughs> First they want the vote, then they want to take charge of the fireworks. I don't believe this. Man, fuck this noise. <laughs> Give me my ledger. I'm a sell this bitch. <laughs> right. So I wasn't there. Yeah. Okay. So one of the others took over, and in the, I won't say lack of preparation, but lack of thorough safety checks, yeah. it was allowed to fall over, and it was a Roman candle. And it didn't fall away from the house, did it? No. It literally, you know what the garden's like. Yeah, yeah. They've got a very small passageway about half out of the garden, which is between the fireworks and where the people are gathered. Sure. That this somehow managed to aim for, and it was, a, I think it was a 12-shot. 
So 12 Roman candle shots started barreling towards that. Poof! 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 Bah! Bah! Right at the back door. Everyone's there, you know. It's actually quite dangerous because there's, there's men, women, children, old people, young people. Yeah. It's actually the whole family, all generations. But it cracks me up. Everyone was fine. I have to say that at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, no one was hurt in any way whatsoever besides being a bit shook up. Mm. But that my entire family diving in slow motion matrix style as a roman <laughs> candle unleashes hell at the back Kapa! boom Kapa! it just creases me up every time i think of it because like you've seen my dad yeah my, my dad is a dad he's he's a, a, a portly chap yeah with big broad shoulders and bloody hell let's get stuff done but yeah. diving out the way until shit. fairly recently in fact i'm saying this he might still have but always, a bit like my dad, had an incredible moustache. Still does. Your still dad's does. still rocking the stache. He, he will never lose the stash. He did do a goatee for a bit. Oh, wow. And okay. he looked fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So it wasn't allowed anymore. He once shaved his tash off when he was about, probably about my age, maybe a little bit younger, sort of coming up to his 30s. And mum refused to kiss him because it felt weird because yeah. there was no selic. Yeah. No, no selic bush. <laughs> to greet her when my dad did it I was 16 17 he came and picked me up from college one day and I got in the car it was just after my parents split up mm-hmm. and he'd shaved his moustache off and I got in the car and just looked I literally turned <laughs> looked him dead in the eye and went what the fuck have you done and he went what I went don't pretend like you don't know <laughs> he said what I went I've never seen your top lip before it's weird but since that day he's never had a moustache really and he had a moustache for like 40 years. He really did, yeah. yeah. Never had one. Can I just say, the best memory I have of your dad is, I, I reckon, probably his 50th birthday. Would that, be, that would be about right, wouldn't it? How old is he now? Well, he's 66, 67, somewhere around oh, Maybe it was his 60th then. But either way, he got absolutely ratted. <laughs> My dad never. And we both then still consumed mass amounts of Jägermeister, and we were drinking in the garden. Would have been his 50s. So. Yeah, and he... Well, it couldn't have been... Actually, it would have been... Fuck, it was that long ago. And he was in... Because his... I'm right in thinking his birthday's in the summer months, isn't it? His is September. There you go. So it was still warm enough to be outside in, like, shorts and t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, we always are, yeah, normally. And he... We'd had a barbecue and been drinking all day. And he was sat in one of those camping chairs that has, like, a cup holder on it. Yes. And I remember, for some unknown reason, he was drinking an orange Bacardi Breezer. Because <laughs> it had got to that point in the night. It got to the point in the night. And he's resting it. I'm assuming what he thinks is fully inside the cup holder, yeah. but in fact is not in the cup holder. It's balancing on the top of the cup holder, and he he's falling asleep whilst holding core, and he the whole he lets go of the entire bottle, then realizes what he's done. He wakes up, catches the bottle, carries on drinking it without spilling a fucking drop. <laughs> And just with a big grin on his face, just carrying I was like, how has he done this? He's like fucking David Blaine. Like, what are you doing, Colin? Yeah, he's brilliant. Amazing. I love your dad. I like my dad too. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's a good place to be. Dads are good. We like dads. Without them, we wouldn't exist. I mean, literally. I mean, I was born of immaculate conception. Weren't we all?
Full album. I can say Sweet 15, but it's not Sweet 16, is it? Yeah. <sighs> what a good start. It really was. It would have, it would have been like a grandiose moment of me coming in with, ah, the Sweet 16, but it wasn't this. We'll do that next episode. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something to look forward to. Yeah, you'll never guess it's coming. But this is episode 15. It I is guess. episode 15. And... and... We Look, have the like... elephant. There's an elephant in the room. Oh, this yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't want to talk about it, but we have to. We do. We we can't ignore. It. We fucked it, boys, for the biggest time ever. So hashtag fucked it, boys. Both of us. Yeah. Everything that the babblement is. Yeah. We kind of should have let you know that there wasn't going to be one on the Monday that you thought there was going to be an episode. Yeah. So yeah. So um, I unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately, no. but... Um, to, to great fortune, yeah, you buggered I, up to Sweden. I went to Sweden on holiday um, over half term and... And it was kind of my job to do the socials and I did it on Twitter, but it sat in the draft folder. Yeah, so all of the four followers we have on Twitter, yeah, all of which are definitely well, bots. 20, 20. Oh, 20. The 20, 20 bots did not find out that we weren't going to be on. Okay. Which isn't ideal. So... Maybe next time we've got a holiday planned, we might just mention it. Yeah. And say, possibly, maybe. Yeah, because be I did get some kind of not shitty. They were nice, but we got we got messages the from the listeners yeah. being at? like, "Where the fuck's the babbleman?" <laughs> but here it is. This is. I can't function in my day without some tasty babble in my ears. Well, I, I don't blame them. So we promise you, listeners, that this episode is going to be a fucking barnstormer. <laughs> don't set the bar high well, for us to come in. Th- if they've listened this low. far, they know what they're in for. <laughs> we will not achieve. Yeah, all of a sudden goals. we turn into like a serial style podcast. Like we've got a murder mystery that we're going to solve. And we become investigative journalists. <laughs> Can you imagine you and me going into like investigate stuff? Well, the Venture Brothers or something. Yeah, or there's like something that they've done that's really annoying. So we just abandon the entire <laughs> case and just start moaning about something really fucking annoying. Why done. have you painted it this colour? Yeah, this is a terrible colour. This obviously doesn't this clash with everything. <laughs> worst, <laughs> worst guys on the job. Yeah, hundred percent. But the reason you were away, Sweden. Yeah, man. So you must tell me. Did you meet the chef? I looked for him. <laughs> it's the only reason why I went. I hear he has a Muppet mansion. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I did not meet the chef. <sighs> what was the fucking point? Did well, I'm hoping... You went to Ikea, though, didn't you? No, I didn't. You didn't go to a, 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 a original birthed, 100% bred <laughs> Ikea. Yeah. A non-watered down... You know, this yeah. is a thoroughbred... Pedigree Ikea. Nah, it was go. miles outside the city, man. And it was just like... Oh. It had its own, like, district. Yeah. <laughs> it had <laughs> its own orbital is... draw. <laughs> Everything is yellow and blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, all the people walking around the whole city just did arrows in lines. <laughs> Everything works here. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Press this and find out. <laughs> Why do they only write with tiny pencils? <laughs> so... But, Yes. Tell, tell me. Tell me. What okay. Well, th- see, the thing is, right? There's loads of obviously, there's loads of things that I want to tell you. Mm. So I feel like this is probably a good place to tell you. I think my favourite story of the entire journey, and inevitably at various moments in the episode, we may return <coughs> to other things that have happened whilst I was there. Okay. Um, but I'll start with my favourite one, which was the hotel that um, we were staying at <coughs> was very nice. 
yeah. kind of central to Stockholm, right. and it had a rooftop heated pool on the ninth floor. Nice. So the pool's kind of like I would say about I don't know six foot wide, seven foot wide, and about forty foot long. Oh, so a decent size. Massive, decent yeah, heated, size. and it's got like a glass thing all around the front. You can basically see out the entirety of the city. It's oh, lovely. beautiful, and it's something that I've never ever done. I've never kind of gone to a lavish place like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go, we get in, and it's kind of awkward because there are other people in there. You walk out, and of course, you've got to try and set your pool boundaries. Yeah, this is our part of the pool. It's fucking freezing, right? (laughs) Right. So the journey from taking the robe off to getting in the pool is a treacherous one. (laughs) So we start off by being given these robes, and the robe that I got given, they're all one size, right? And it would be the kind of robe that would snugly fit your wife. Right, okay. Who is about five foot two. Yeah, but doesn't fit us. So I then had to go to the pool (laughs) in my pool shorts, my dressing gown, my schlops, and a t-shirt. Because I couldn't... Because you had to walk through the bar to get to the pool. Well... So that was the first thing. I was like, well, I can't not wear that. So I then take my gown off, take my T-shirt off, jump in the pool. <clears throat> so two things happen in the pool on two separate nights. <laughs> I'll give you the, the lamer one first. On the second am, night... Am I correct in thinking that Sweden, that they do the whole, like, naked sauna stuff quite comfortably? Yeah, Sweden. yeah. They're quite quite sort of liberal. Yeah, it's a liberal country. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. wasn't that kind of vibe, though. It's a, It has a spa and, you know, you go in in your shorts you and... Keep your clothes on when yeah, you're meant yeah. to. Okay, okay. So I'll, I'll come back to the best story, night number one. Night number two, it ha- just so happens that we end up being the only people in the pool at that time. We have the whole thing to ourselves. Okay. It's got, like, lights in it that are constantly changing colour. Like, so you're, you're having your own mood. Oh, there. it's fucking beautiful. Right. As soon as the pool is vacated, I decide that it's the perfect time to test if I can still do a handstand in the pool, right? Now, the good news is I absolutely fucking can. My form was spot on. The bad news is I lost my balance, I flipped over, and a huge amount of water went into my left ear. Okay. Two days after I got back from the holiday I had to go to the doctors because I am still temporarily deaf in my left ear you can still hear it because I did a fucking handstand in the pool and fell over (laughs) at 30 years old skills right still living however the first night quite a few people everyone's drinking cocktails and champagne and it's all very romantic and it's beautiful we're kind of tread you know just lying in this heated pool looking out over Stockholm it's beautiful Then, out of the corner of my eye, I spot something floating in the pool. (gasps) And I thought, maybe it's a plaster. Maybe it's a part of the cocktail. Maybe it's a receipt. No, no, no. It's a tiny piece of poo. <laughs> so I am in a, in a beautiful country on a rooftop pool that's heated, looking out over the entirety of the city, and I spend forty five minutes trying to dodge a piece of shit in the water. 
I'm trying to scoop it away. I'm trying to push it into the filter. I'm trying to do it slightly so people don't think that it's a piece of my poo. But it's a tiny, I would say, about the size of... I don't know. Um, I was going to say a piece of blue tack. <laughs> That's a terrible. Uh, yeah. But you know, it's the like size a of a mento. Uh, right. Like it's small, yeah. but it's brown, and it's like it can't be anything else. You try and think, oh, maybe it's a you know a bit of biscuit. No, it's definitely a piece of poo. <laughs> Only I could go to an idyllic beautiful country <laughs> with this amazing thing <laughs> and be home. harassed <laughs> by a small piece of shit I was like mate I was so on edge I felt like I was like I felt like I was being followed by yeah. lone gunmen every time I turned I had to know shoulders of poo I had to know where it, yeah. <laughs> I had to know where it was at all times I was kind of like, like, a, like when a spider, how a spider in a web is always prepared yeah. to be tapped. I was like that. I was like, where is it? Where is it? Where, where is, is the it? poo? And yeah. then when it disappeared. You it forget wasn't... yourself for a second. Yeah. <gasps> Where's the poo? Where's the poo? <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> you went to Sweden and got chased by poo. Essentially. <laughs> Don't be angry, don't be pissed. Ah. Just sit there, put it on your head. Just sit there, just sit there. It's my turn or your turn? Your turn. Me turn. Yeah. <laughs> Me turn. Me turn. Mate, I've got so many. <laughs> As always. Um. Okay, I'm going to go with... Oh my God. Oh. I don't know which one to pick. Well, you got to pick one of them, haven't you? Okay. I'm going to go with... Um... Are you ready? Of course I'm ready. <laughs> I've sat here. You know, everyone's like, why the fuck is it so quiet? Come on, what, what is it? Hit me. Light switch combination hell. Light switch combination... Okay. Yeah? Yeah. So you have a room that has a light in it and there are two options or more than one option of turning lights said on or off yeah and basically one way or another you're going to be incredibly disappointed because all the switches don't add line up so on one level it's annoying because you don't know what the fuck you're doing and it makes you feel like an idiot yeah because why do none of these switches seem to work yeah and then when you do get them all to do what you want them to do you notice uh, four of them yeah are pointing down yeah but that last one yeah it's not that's, that's, that's clicked in at the top I hate it <laughs> I hate it <laughs> and then I go the other day honestly I must have spent 20 minutes trying to work it out I click that one off run to the other end of the corridor click that one Come back, click that, click that, click that. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. That's not worth it. Why can't I get these all to be down? Yeah. See, I hate it when you've got the landing light and you manage to somehow flick it so that both of them are with the up. Or yeah. the, what would be the on position for everything off. Yeah. So how have I done this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is backwards to everything I've learned yeah, as a it's child. Yeah, new worlds of hell. It's unacceptable. Well, I think really it just comes down to how annoyed we get by... Like simple, but they they are the um, 
what's the word for it when you're obsessive compulsive that's what I'm trying to say I suppose so it, yeah. it, it's that sort of it needs to be because I'm as look around you I'm not necessarily a tidy person no but I do like things to be orderly in, in some yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where it is so it's going to work that way not not in like the labyrinth trash woman style no 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 in a more sort of this is in this drawer yeah. this is in this but, but I, I like clean edges You'll notice in the house, it's always... Yeah, clean always, surfaces, yeah. There's, there's never any clutter around. It's very much... You know, See, I am very tidy. Like, weirdly tidy. Yeah. Um, and that comes from, I think, when I was growing up. Like, if you wanted... If I ever wanted... Not like I ever did, because it was terrifying. But if I ever wanted to send my father into a meltdown, all I would have to do is put the milk back in a different place in the fridge. <laughs> And he would lose his fucking shit. Like, he wants optimal, like, no time wasting at all. He wants to open the fridge, he wants to put his hand on the fucking milk. He doesn't even have to look at it. Not want to have to think about where anything is. (laughs) And as much as when I was a kid I thought that was weird, I definitely have inherited that. Like, I got to a certain age, and all of a sudden you'd open a drawer, and there'd be 10 different varieties of tins. (laughs) <laughs> and I always used to laugh at my dad about it. It's like, I'm exactly the fucking same now. Like, just tin. <coughs> like, I've got one tin which has got entirely dedicated to shoelaces. <laughs> when did that happen, man? Uh, you hit 30. Got old. Fucking hell, man. You turned a corner. And then you have to find the optimal size tin to fit in the drawer next to the other optimal size tins. So then you're playing this weird game of draw tin Jenga where you're trying to get everything to fucking fit. Because in other words, that makes me sound like I've never played Jenga. (laughs) Because Jenga is the removal removal of bricks. But you get my point. I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. Yeah. You're trying to get, it's more like Tetris, trying to make that. Tetris, that's what I meant, not Jenga, yeah. Perfect line and everything fits nice and tidy. Yeah, it's. um, not good. It's the burden that I think a man and a woman at a certain age has to the bear the cross they have to bear, as it were. <laughs> you get to a certain age and you, you have life. Basically, life's just fucking over, isn't it? It's just shit. Like you, you are just waiting to die. I mean, you start losing the will to live. Yeah. All of a sudden, you've got tins in a drawer with shoelaces in. Yeah. Your, your light switches are the wrong way up. Yeah. Give it up now. You're worried to fart in case you shit yourself. <laughs> You have to wipe your ass, you even though you ass. haven't been anywhere no. or done anything you just to have warrant weird, it. Weird, like under ball sweat. Yeah, exactly. It's I'm... cold outside. Oh, my balls are really sweaty. It, you, you all of a sudden you have hairs coming out your ears at like eight foot. Mate, long it's my white. nose. It's, it's my nose. Why is this happening? Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. So I could brush the floor if I got down low enough. That's what I mean. Just like we're just waiting to die. <laughs> I think that's a bit fucking much. <laughs> no, that's what it is, man. We're just waiting to die. Things are just going to get worse. It's worse than light switches. S- so much worse than light switches. <laughs> the light switch is a metaphor for my life. <laughs> it's constantly flicked in the wrong position. <laughs> Why can't I just balance it? So, something confuses me. Okay. And it's on the list for this reason. Okay. Wait. So, uh, okay, no, okay, go on. I don't need to stop you. you well, I'd always do that. You, you used to always like talk. Excited. They talk. They talk. Sorry, right. sorry. So, car parks. Yep. They're futuristic now. 
you drive in and they take a photo of your car, they take in your license plate, they yeah. know how long you've been there, blah, 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 blah. Why do some of them still insist on giving you some sort of ticket? Mm. But then when you go to leave and you go to put the ticket in the thing, before you even have the chance to get the window down, the barrier goes up because the camera's read your license plate. Yeah, why give you a ticket? So now I'm driving away with a little ticket that I didn't want, Mm. that I haven't got a bin to put it in, and now it lives in the side part of my door. (laughs) Yeah, of course. With the rest of the the shit shit that goes there, the other tickets. With the solitary... um, the cloudy, Snickers wrapper. Yeah, the cloudy window chamois leather. <laughs> the chamois leather. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the glass in the sponge. Skates. Yeah. It's in the sponge tray. Yeah. I've got I've got a deck of cards worth of tickets. Yeah. That I keep forget because you always forget to empty. I empty the car. You say it to yourself. I empty the car. Oh, there's loads of shit in here. I empty the car. I've even got to the point where I bought a bag into the car. Me too, I've got a bin bag in my car. Up. Yeah, I just left it in I'll the car. I'll just keep it up. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like it's never full. Yeah. It's like I forget to t- ever take it. There's other stuff in the in the door cards now because the, the bag's full. So yeah. I can't, I've got to put it elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got an issue. I need to clean it. No, I agree, man. And I think but that... The, 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 the parking ticket giver, when it's already done it... I mean, I've been to car parks where it goes... This is your car. Then you walk up to the thing and you punch in your license plate. Yeah. And then it says you owe three pound. Oh, cheers. Right, pay that. Nice one. And then you drive out and it goes. Oh, you paid. And it's done. What this one does the same thing, but makes me use a ticket that I can't get rid of. Well, I think I know why. Not that I'm trying to defend it because I agree with you, but I think that is when you go to a car park which you can potentially stay in all day if you wanted to. Right. So. For example, the Tesco where near where I live, you drive in, you buy your shopping or whatever, you come out, they give you a receipt, and mm-hmm. then you get this other receipt. The other receipt is you go up to this fucking digital thing, you punch in the last three numbers of mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. Um, driving license. So I know what you're saying. So that's so the, that they are time limited, except yeah, for shopping but hang on, places. Hang on, because I've got an adage mm. that drives me fucking insane as well, <laughs> because you pick which car you've got so there's a really shitty grainy photo of your car you scan the barcode on the bottom of the car park receipt and it doesn't fucking work so you've got 14 bags of shopping because hey I'm an idiot man I don't get a fucking trolley everything's in a basket I'm going to carry this so I am I am like a hawk catching a mouse I'm carrying everything in my fucking locked into my fingers like a Chinese fucking finger lock trap (laughs) and I'm balancing like a fucking nine toilet rolls and two fucking 200 sheet ply kitchen rolls (laughs) with 14 bags trying to buzz this fucking thing and it goes no no it's receipt's invalid so I've got to go back into the shop be like this isn't working oh yeah it's been happening all day well, why doesn't someone fix it then? <laughs> why didn't you tell me? Why don't you tell me when you saw me trying to carry like an ant five times my fucking body weight <laughs> in in snacks, in bags and, and beverages, broccoli? <laughs> why didn't you fucking tell me that it wasn't going to work? <coughs> and then even worse How than big that, are your roasts? mate, I love a roast. Even worse <laughs> than that, you go out, you bit bit bit, and every time I forget. If you've been in there for less than half an hour, you don't have to do it. Yeah, you can just go. But then, you can't. You have to put it in for it to say, no, you don't need to. You've only been here for half an hour. Uh. If you don't, then they charge you for it. <laughs> oh, my God. 
How many people are parking in that car park and what going out for the day? Gallivanting. Like just who gives a Let's fuck? Go to Tesco for the day. Also, if you're in a car park, don't everyone just goes, I've got to park as close to the shop as possible. <laughs> so you've got a million cars trying to get in the first ten spaces and then an entire desert-sized car park that's just barren with fucking tumbleweed rolling round. <laughs> and you park over them, people look at you as if you've gone on a fucking expedition to the other side of the world. You see that fella over there? <laughs> yeah. He's crazy, man. He's parking right over on the other side. <laughs> I fucking hate supermarkets, man. Sorry, I've just totally bogarted. No, but it's the same right because it's, it's parking. It's just parking in general. I hate parking. I hate cars. I hate people on the road. I hate everything. Fuck You've it. changed your tune, Mr. <laughs> I love driving everywhere. I do love driving everywhere. I just hate parking. I hate okay. watching other people park. Mm. Like, it drives me crazy. There are points where I can understand why people get out of cars and ask, do you want me to do it for you? Yeah. Because I have seen some painful experience. But they don't need it to be added upon by bullshit parking bollocks. No. Like handing out cars like collector's items. Yeah, I agree, it's on the list. There you go. Number two. So my second one this week is, um, I would say, topical because of the recording's proximity to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, and Halloween in general is not on the list, but what is on the list is what I've referred to as sexy Halloween. Ah, okay. Now, I am in a position where I am all for you expressing yourself in whichever way you see fit. There is no hatred here. There's no judgment here. Unless. But. <laughs> if you are going to a Halloween party, a cat... And when I say a cat, I mean you wearing no clothes, essentially, with a little cat whiskers drawn on your cheek, is not a Halloween costume. No. If you're going to do it, do it. And I'll give you an example. (laughs) For two years in a row, I went out for Halloween dressed as two of the four members of Kiss. Amazing. First year, I went full Gene Simmons. Second year, full um, Paul Stanley. Beautiful. Year three, it was at your old house, Halloween party, I turned up dressed as Eleven from Stranger Things. Yes, you did. And I want to I wanna state claim to how forward-thinking I was at that time. Not one fucking person at that party knew who I was, because no one else had watched it, because I'm a motherfucking maverick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a televisual maverick. I'm ahead of the game. I'm ahead of the game. <laughs> If you're going to dress up for Halloween, surely the whole fun is to make yourself look as hideous as possible. Well, either that, or do something so ridiculous that it entertains everybody. Yeah. Not, Not a cat. Oh, it's, it's a chance to dress like a complete hoebag. Yeah. Or Men like, and women. Yeah, so yeah that, that is not so, uh, aimed at females no. only. That is both. Because dudes do it as well. They, they pick specifically, like... Uh, I'm going to go to the Hulk yeah. so I can paint my muscular body I'm going to be an adored dude so that I can whatever, I'm going to think of He-Man or something but it's always something like, oh I've got some abs I'm going to show them up alright mate yeah. sorry it's I'm, Halloween mate I'm sorry I've got a life I cannot go to the gym twice a day fuck you yeah <laughs> do not run is it in my is it just because we're bitter because I no well I, I was in good shape until I decided not to be <laughs> so yeah I mean I've never really been in good shape you're, you're in good shape now what are you about? well I mean thanks man 
<laughs> I only said that because I wanted you to say I was in good shape. You know, aim at you. Sent the, the problem is people who listen to this know what I look like. <laughs> yeah, For those of you who don't know what I look like, my body is a key <laughs> to some kind of Adonis. Her- I am a Herculean oh, yeah, statue. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I am Spartan-esque in my oh, physique. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's... The truth, yeah, which is, um, you know, why for Halloween I am dressing up as a sexy cat. I am going to dress up as a extra large marital aid. <laughs> so we have approximately 12 months to get these in preparation. You just got to look like a massive dick. Some people think I do already. Those people can fuck off. <laughs> So I went to see Dad the other day. And my dad or your dad? My dad. All right. My dad. I thought sadly. I would specify if it was your dad. <laughs> yeah. Because I wouldn't call him dad. Because <laughs> he's not your dad. Because he's, he's my dad. Because he's not my dad. He's your dad. But I went to see my dad. Oh yeah. The other day. And uh, we got to a conversation about glasses because, as, as uh, most people would know, we both wear glasses. Yeah. And my dad and your dad also wear glasses. Yeah. We inherit shit eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he started telling me about the pairs that he's got. Now, I've got two pairs of glasses. I've got the normal pair, which you wear to see stuff, and yeah. I've got my sunglasses pair, my prescription I'm sunglasses exactly the pair, same. so that I can see when the sun is blinding. I, that I that is it. I also have a hidden spare pair stashed away somewhere in case everything goes wrong and I stand on these. Yeah, and I've got a couple of old pairs banging around, but don't really know where so they are. So I believe most glasses wearers would have about three pairs of glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad has 20 pairs of glasses. 20 pairs he of glasses? 20. So. Was he a fucking spider? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the. This was it. I was like, why have you got so many pairs of glasses? He goes, well, I need, I need a pair of glasses to see long distance. But I also need a pair of glasses to read. I was like, okay, so get verified. So two you. pairs of glasses? Yeah, I was like, he was like, no, no, I can't do that. I was like, why? No, I can't get on with it. I have to have the two pairs. But then I also need another pair of glasses to look at a screen, like a computer. Right. right. I was like, okay, so... How Three many, pairs of glasses. Is that how many pairs have you got? Like, yeah, so I've got them. I've also got uh, two pairs of tinted ones, one for distance, one for short. So that's five. I've also got all of them again for when I'm at work in the office. So I've got my work set, I've got my home set, so that's ten. So right. I've also got my workshop sets to make sure I don't ruin any of the other sets that I've got. So he's got five again in a workshop robust version. It's fifteen. I was like, right. And I've just ordered some more. <laughs> because he wants reactor lights, you know, the ones that go from normal vision oh, to shaded. Yeah, awful. Take about six years to kick yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's blinding outside. You walk outside, fucking out bright. It takes so long that you may as well just walk around with your eyes closed. Yeah. It's more efficient. Then you walk into a shop and they just kick in. Yeah, and they're yeah. shaded and you're like, I can't fucking see. Yeah. Brilliant. So, <laughs> so he wants them. So he's ordered another five pairs of glasses. He's got 20 pairs of glasses. <laughs> Why do you need these? I'm stunned. The thing is, he knows where they all are. If I had more than one pair of glasses, that was my normal pair of glasses yeah, that wasn't oh, stashed away, no gone, gone yeah. forever, yeah, yeah, yeah. into the ether. So how he's kept? He must, he must have home and beacons 
on the glasses. <laughs> They're all in cases as well. It's like he's got racks of cases. Why have you got all these glasses, old man? And so Th- that is such a revelation. <laughs> I can't wait to get to the age where I've just got like so much random stuff. Oh, Forty pairs of shoes. Got sixty-five pairs of jeans, just to make that sure. Is, mate, I can't. Even... I mean, it's prepping. I'm, I'm sort of. I'm. I, I tell you how I feel. I'm shocked. I'm weirdly impressed. <laughs> like in a really weird way, really but like a thorough. lot of respect. <laughs> like I've always had respect for him. You know what I mean? Like in this moment, but even more so. But I mean, I wonder when you get to a certain age where it becomes appropriate to wear the glasses holder so you can just dangle the glasses from the neck because my dad tried it for a while and then I can remember it was a a guy I know called Dan he used to sing in a band and he wore glasses like notoriously sort of um, sort of hardcore band with Mm. the lead singer who had glasses and I remember saying to him like fuck man how do your glasses stay on your head and he and he told me about it, and I'm pretty sure he might have given me one or told me where to look for one. And it was this thing that you put round your glasses when you're doing something active, and it basically pins them to your head. <laughs> but I tried it. Now I don't know if you know this about me, but I've got quite a big head, <laughs> so I used it once when I was playing a show. I was playing a gig, yeah, in one of my old bands, and I tried it. And after about four seconds it was cut literally cutting off the circulation to my skull i thought i was having a stroke because it was so tight they were like it was like try it was almost as if my face was trying to absorb my glasses back into itself i was just like this is not gonna work man no well We can only hope that we get to the the day where not only do we have 20 pairs of glasses, but we know exactly where they all are at all times. I just want to be organised at all. I, I want to have five and know where they are. Yeah. Well, it's something we can all aspire to. <laughs> One day, I'll be old enough to have a million <laughs> pairs of glasses. And I'll know exactly where they all are. <laughs> That'll be the day. I've got something for you. Go on then. Now, strap in. Strap on. <laughs> okay, strap up. <laughs> because I have found... I've struck the mother load. <laughs> I'm going to list to you... 25 inventions that are completely pointless. <laughs> okay. Okay? Got them. Number one. The car exhaust grill. Not cool, trendy grill. Something that you would cook a burger in. You replace the bottom portion of your exhaust pipe with one that lifts up so you can place a burger in it that cooks as you drive. Why in the name of all things fucking holy would you want that? Number two. (laughs) Avocado saver. A device that if you only use half an avocado, (laughs) you put it in and strap it in like a fucking bike helmet. That's amazing. Number three. (laughs) Ready? No, but yeah, go on. Air-conditioned shoes. Shoes with fucking holes in. 
They've got like little wind turbines in the bottom, <laughs> which pump round cold air. Oh my fucking god! Number four, <coughs> eye potty. Oh, a children's potty with a stand for an iPad on it, so they can play on the iPad while they're having a shit. Fuck's sake! I've immediately lost how many? Number five, I think. Doesn't uh, matter. They're on six, I think. Shoe umbrella. Shoes with umbrellas stuck to the front of them. <laughs> oh, we've lost him. Why would you want to walk around with them on your feet? Presumably they're to keep your shoes dry and therefore clean. Yeah. But you look like a fucking burk with two little well, tiny yeah, umbrellas. they're massive. They're about five times the size of a cocktail umbrella stuck to the end of your fucking shoes. <laughs> You'd be better off just wrapping two bin bags around them. Next one, breast cushion. Breast cushion. So it is a cushion. Under your boobs. Basically, about (laughs) six inches long and four inches wide, a cushion that you put in between your boobs. It says breast support for side sleepers, cup C, and larger. Which I think is really sad because it means someone who's got like a B cup is like, oh well, this is not for me then. I'm (laughs) isolated. Next one. Man bra. <laughs> that is literally just a bra for men to wear. Men's premium brassiere. And the dude is really muscular with zero tits. Zero moobage. No man boob. USB pet rock. Hang on. Yep. Hang on. Yep. The US- okay, do you want me to read yes, to you what it is? Yes. The USB pet rock, rock plugs into your computer, and guess what it does? Nothing. Brilliant. The makers claim it's good for entertainment because you can make up stories when people ask you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Next one, Goldfish Walker. Because he wants to go outside. So it's basically, listeners, a goldfish bowl on wheels that you drag. It, it's it's a goldfish bowl on one of the things that you would use to train a toddler to walk. Yeah. But the goldfish bowl is where the child is. Good God. Walking sleeping bag? It's a sleeping bag with legs. It's a sleeping bag with legs, but no arms. So if you're walking in it, what happens if you trip and fall over? You're just going <laughs> to flop around on the floor like it's a fucking a fish. Just stuck. This is my favourite one. So I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Hair hat. If you're a bald man, you put a hat on that's got hair on it. Now, this goes back to something we've talked about in a previous pod. That's if awful. you're bald and someone knows you, they're not all of a sudden going to be like, fucking hell, man, I didn't realise you had so much hair. Also, the hair is poking out of a visor... Who wears a visor these days? Plus, you would probably have to take that off at some point. Exactly. No, you just wear that hat for the rest of your life. <laughs> in 4,000 years, it. Tony Robinson's great-great-grandson <laughs> will pick you up and be like, fucking hell, his hair's lasting, all right? <laughs> Next one, wine glass holder necklace. Because you've got shit to do. Because you've got shit to do. This is kind of creepy, and from Japan, obviously. Female lap pillow. So it is a pillow, listeners, that is designed to resemble a lap of a lovely lady. Yeah, but it it's a 
torsoless, legless. It's basically lap. yeah. It basically goes from like pubis to knees. That's odd, isn't it? Also, when was the last time that you fell asleep on a woman's lap wearing a skirt? Not only that, dressed in a full business suit with tie. Yeah, very strange. Very specific, I feel. Banana slicer? <laughs> Fucking pointless. <laughs> this looks like some kind of weird... And I'll post some of these pictures on our Instagram, which you can follow at Babblement Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um... Lipstick stencil. Oh my god! It looks like a fucking Hannibal Lecter mask. I was about to say that. So it's basically listed as a mask that you put on your face with a template of lips. With a template kind of, of lips, so you can do your lipstick accurately. So you can look. This like is a fucking fool. mental. Are you prepared for this? I don't know. Go on. Facial flex. So it's wow. a thing to help exercise your mouth, and it looks like. I mean, how would hang you on, describe that? On. Provide a natural facelift. It is a speculum type thing that you would find in other medical procedures that are used to keep openings open. Yeah. Basically, listeners, if you were wearing, I say wearing one, using one of these, you would look like someone's just, you know... You're being tortured. Yeah, you're being tortured. You've got a vice in your mouth. Yeah. It's basically like a car jack. Yeah, for for your mouth. Maybe that's what they should have called it. (laughs) A gobjack. Yeah, go- that's something else. <laughs> Carjack. Yeah, that is something else. Diet water. Diet water. Yep. How can you have a diet? This is actually my favourite one. Oh, so confused. This is the remote wrangler. Oh my fucking! Now I'll show you the picture, listeners. What it is, and again, I'll put some of these up online. Is basically a ski mask with Velcro, so you can stick all of your remotes to it. But the picture is on a mannequin head and it's got like ten remotes all stuck around the side, <laughs> two of which are definitely going over your eyes and ears. So what the fuck? And also, one of the other mannequins has got an afro. For no apparent for reason. For no reason. He just happens to have the Harlem Globetrotters one on. Yeah. How like. convenient. I know, it's like Will Ferrell. <laughs> um, we've got... <laughs> the DVD Rewinder. What do you mean? So when DVDs were first released, <laughs> they didn't realise that unlike a tape, you didn't need to rewind them before putting them back so in the people case. Started making so them. people started making them and thought, oh wait, we don't need them. But it was on sale <laughs> for a year. But And I've cut some of them out, listeners, because otherwise we'd be here all fucking night. But my favourite one that I said I was going to come back to is the privacy scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Now, listen, I'm going to describe this. Imagine being sat at an appropriate distance away from a computer. So, like, three feet away or two feet away or whatever. But imagine having a a hood up and then a, a thing that goes through your face fits the entire screen of the computer. You know in Harry Potter when the Death Eaters are sucking your soul out of your face? That's what it looks like. It looks completely ridiculous. Could you imagine? <laughs> I presume. Oh, let me compose myself. I presume that that would be used in a public area, hence well, the, the need both, for it. Both pictures. One guy sat on a bench looking at his phone <laughs> with a privacy scarf on. Listen, I'm, I promise you, it's I like, will post this online. It is for like you. an all encompassing hoodie. 
and the front hole doesn't end on your face. It turns into an elephant trunk, which connects to whatever screen you yeah. watch. Privacy screen. <laughs> <real thing. laughs> so I think <coughs> I don't fucking want one. Right. So I think one of our goals oh should be. God. You know, we haven't produced any merch. It's not really. It's not really something we thought about. I reckon the first piece of merch that we should make Pro- is a babblement privacy scarf. <laughs> it just says <laughs> babblement down the side. <laughs> I'm sneezing. That idea was so good. It is. So coming soon to a shop near you, ladies and gentlemen, babblement privacy scarves. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can sneeze. Where you can sneeze all over your personal items and not disturb anyone else. Yep. Right. This is really random, but I saw it and I and. I'm, I thought I've got to tell you, right? Okay, yeah, go, go. Um, Beakle's about Beaker's Fury this week. The Beacon, yeah. Monster, yeah. energy, ham, caffeinated sandwich meat. What? Monster Energy Drink have released a, a brand of ham lunch meat, which is called caffeinated lunch meat. Caffeinated sandwich meat. Oh, sorry, caffeinated sandwich meat. Contains up to ten something caffeine per <laughs> What the fuck? I know. That it's it's legitimately monster as well. Yeah. En- energy ham. <laughs> <laughs> energy ham. Energy ham. It sounds like a really shit superhero. Energy ham! <laughs> I'm here to fill your sandwiches! What the fuck? It's like someone in a thing. Right, this is how I imagine it's, this going down. It's do like want... that has to be a joke. Let's do... All right, we're going to do some role play, okay? We're going to act out what happened in the meeting at Monster. <laughs> so I'll be guy who's had the idea of invention. You be boss I'll of be boss Monster, guy. right? <clears throat> <clears throat> Wait, let me just blow my nose on pod. <clears throat> Right, I'm in character. Good, me too. Right, chaps. Obviously, we're not performing this quarter. We need to really step it up uh, with regards to the broadness of our market and uh, as far, uh, and our reach within everything. What what ideas do we have? What are we? Go- you there? I want you to come up with something cutting edge, something that will push the company forward. Uh. Well. Um. You know, ham. Yeah. Well, imagine ham, but but with the ability to provide energy. If we, because I think that people like ham, but after a ham sandwich, you know, ham sandwich is not going to be able to kind of keep you going all night. So, so I, I'm thinking caffeinated sandwich meat. Like like the drink that we have. Y- yeah. But edible. Yeah, so imagine a monster energy drink that you can fold into a sandwich and eat. Like energy ham. Energy ham. Oh my god, that's fantastic. 
come here. Let me, let me shake your hand. Look, chaps, I think we've really we, we, we reached a point here. This is amazing. Oh, it's incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. What fucking belly. <laughs> Energy ham. Energy ham. Caffeinated sandwich Caffeinated meat. ham. Fuck off. I don't like it when they put water in it. No. And the fireworks have ended. Yes. They are gone for today. Both physically and metaphorically. Yes. We are coming to the the end of our firework display that is episode 15. That's quite a beautiful analogy. Well, I'm a poet. You are. Don't you know it? That, that was good. <laughs> that was said with the least amount of sincerity <laughs> I've ever heard you say anything. That was good. That was good. <laughs> so I thought I would end this, <laughs> this uh, episode with um, th- a couple of things that I noticed on my travels. I didn't want to make the episode about all the random shit that happened to me in Stockholm. Um, if you ever get the chance to go, it's a beautiful city. Go there. Babblement in association with... Sweden. <laughs> but there were a couple of things that I thought that happened that were too good to exclude from the pod, I thought, when they were happening. Isn't it funny? I don't know if you find it now. In my life, things happen. I'm like, oh, that's going on the podcast. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I'm saving that. make a little note. Yeah. So the first thing um, was Jurassic Pod, I've called it. Okay. Heathrow Terminal 5. Right. I booked what's called pod parking. Pod parking. You drive into the car park, you pre-book everything, you park in wherever you can park, you walk over, and there are these little four-man pods. And you and whoever else you're with get into said pod, press start, and with no driver, 100% electrically, it takes you from the car park directly into Terminal 5 in a little pod. And the whole title it feels like you're in fucking Jurassic Park oh my god and obviously for the whole journey there we're just having a find a way yeah it's constantly quoting the blue yeah of course so that was the first thing amazing good start the second thing um, that I thought which was actually um, on the way back so we the pod's like the highlight and then everything's just going to get better from there, of course. Mm-hmm. On the way back, a few things happen. We get to um, we get to Arlanda Airport in Stockholm, and obviously in English um, <clears throat> airports, once you go past security, you're no longer allowed to smoke if you are a smoker like I am. However, in Stockholm, they have smoking pods in the terminals. And oh, all over happen. the airport. Oh, right, okay. But they're like futuristic. So they're, they're right in sort of the corners of the airport. Hmm. And you has like a slidey door and you go in. And you think like they've got these extractors. Yeah. So you're six people at a time. And as I was going, I was like, holy shit, this is so exciting. And then after half of the cigarette, I was like, this is fucking disgusting. Because it stinks. Right. And the guy that was in it with us, by the time I was halfway through my first cigarette, he was lighting his third cigarette. Jesus. Like, he smoked a cigarette in two puffs. <laughs> I was like, mate, you need to chill. <laughs> but I was just kind of like, it's one of those things that at the time you think, oh my God, this is a really cool thing. 
and then you get there like this is really disappointing then I got on the plane and the two best things happened now bearing in mind our flight leaves Stockholm at like 9.30 at night right so once you're up in the air they do the whole security thing blah 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 Mm. then they come round with the trolley so hadn't eaten for a while so I treated myself to a can of Sprite and um, a packet of salt and vinegar crisps which I think is a fairly standard kind of snackage for that time. It's uh, it's, it's, it's living well. <clears throat> the guy who sat in front of me, who as an anomaly or as an aside, was playing a game on his phone where you had to basically... I was looking through the gap in the seats. <laughs> and Spying on it. You, were kind, you had to like... You were like these blob things that had to run around and knock other blob things off a platform. And the more you knocked off, the bigger the blob became. And then if you were the last blob, you got onto the next level. Right. And that's fine. But the thing that really irritated me is that his character name was the Brexit bus. Oh, I was like, come surely on. you're the only one that sees that. So you, I just imagine no, him no, feeling that you're the only one on that smug. bus. <laughs> so annoying. But anyway, at 10 o'clock at night, he ordered sparkling water, a cup of tea and some porridge. It's 10 o'clock at night, mate. Porridge. Porridge. And I thought that is the most boring snack for the most boring man in the world. Playing a blob game with his Brexit name. What a fucking douchebag. And then, <laughs> the last thing happens. So, <clears throat> I'm not the most comfortable flyer. Right. Right? I'm fine with it. I don't freak out or anything. But I take flight safety fairly seriously. <laughs> yeah. Which is ridiculous, because if you die and your plane crashes into the ocean, you've got a whistle. To, and an inflatable thing to say you're going to fucking light. you're going to die fine but when the safety information's being said I'm paying attention to it I'm listening to what's being said yeah the guy sort of business guy who sat in the row next to me right so the across, whole across way the across the walkway the whole way or the whole time that this safety talk's going on he's fucking watching some video on his phone and for a split second in my mind, this is how mad the human brain is. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, I really hope this fucking plane crashes <laughs> and you don't know what to do because you couldn't be fucking bothered to watch the flight attendant. We'll all be blowing our whistles. Yes, yeah. and you'll be fucking dead. You'll be dead because you won't know where the little droppy oxygen masky thing is. You won't know where the inflatable thing is. And you won't know that if you're going to go down the slide into water, you need to take your high heels off because the heels can pierce the inflatable thing. Yeah. So you, mate, are going to fucking die. And it'll be all your fault. Yeah. So thank you. Goodbye. Always <laughs> <laughs> a happy note to end up. Well.